0: Guys, would mind just having a seat uh, for about seven minutes? I'm hoping to not talk long. Uh, we may have a multiple sermons today, um, and uh, it's kind of weird. I don't have a sermon today. Uh, what's weird is um, as I've been preparing for this series that we're starting today, I've been um, I I, I, just, I have a word from the Lord. And uh, it's, it's different than a sermon. Uh, please understand when I pray and get a sermon. I'm hoping it's the word of the Lord. Uh, but oftentimes, I don't know. Uh, God doesn't always speak all the time to me. Oftentimes, he leads me. And uh, today, I feel like he's spoken to me in regards to this series and uh, specifically with this message. And so um, we're, we're doing a new series that we're, calling, we're starting today calling Tuned In. And uh, it's, it's about um, recognizing God's voice in our lives. Recognizing God's voice in our lives, recognizing God's voice in our lives, recognizing God's voice in our lives. I can't state this enough. I I think that there's probably not many things that are more important in our life than us having the ability to recognize God's voice. Now, there are many people in the body of Christ today that don't know God's voice. And this seems like a riddle. Like, man, that would be awesome if God could speak to me. Please understand, I want you to know that God is in fact trying to to speak to you can't say this any any louder, I can't say it any clearer God is Jesus is trying to speak to you in a way that you would hear, recognize, identify and move according to what he's saying and uh, today I'm going to try to teach us how to tune in does that make sense? I believe this is going to be powerful There is a a professor, William Noble, of the University of New England. He said this, you certainly need to be able to hear in order to listen, but listening is a learned skill. You certainly need to be able to hear in order to listen, but listening is a learned skill. Skill, man, I can't say that enough. If you've ever been married, you know that listening is not always easy. Uh, sometimes you could be, you, I can hear what you're saying, but I, I i do not know what you are saying. It's Listening is difficult. It is difficult to stop what you're thinking long enough to hear what the other person is saying. It is hard to hear God, mostly because of all of the noise that we have surrounded our life with. Listening to the Lord is difficult. What I want you to hear, Jesus' heart, He is our Lord, He is our Savior, He is your God, and He is the one trying to speak to you. In John chapter 10, He would say this, in, in verse 24, the, the, the Pharisees came to Him, then the, the Jews surrounded Him and they said to Him, How long will you keep us in doubt? If you're really the Christ, then tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you. And you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. As I said to you, listen to this, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Hear me on this, guys. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. Often Jesus would, would say a parable, and He would say it, or repeat it multiple times, and then He would leave telling the multitude of people, and He would leave to go tell His few followers what He's really trying to say. My sheep know my voice. It's difficult if you're here today, and you'd say, man, I, I, I have not heard God speak, ever, or in some time. Well, this w- The next series we're going to do over the next five weeks, I'm going to teach you how to hear God's voice. But as we start this day, there's something I want you to learn. When you learn a new language, and please understand, the language of God is a new language. You can be born, but being born again is a difficult thing to begin to learn a whole new language. And the language of God is something that will require great discipline. God is speaking, and He is speaking to you. And you can learn to hear this. And I'm going to give you an example of how difficult it can be to inquire um, a, a whole new language, uh, Matt. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to play a, a key. And Jonathan, will you raise your hand, Jonathan? I'm gonna uh, Matt's gonna play a key, and I want you to tell me what key he's playing in here. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. What key was that? In the key of E. Well, it was. Uh, I, Matt, I, I believe that was not the key of E. Is that correct? Uh, Jonathan, it's not a a slap on you. I I believe you did a great job. And actually, a key (laughs) is a key, apparently. Uh, Not that I would know. Um, uh, But it's... um, Here's what you need to know. Uh, You can, in fact... It it is a a crazy, difficult discipline to tune your ear to such a way that you could identify that key. But there are people here that can do it. Uh, Matt, will you play it again? Rich. What key was that? That's G. <laughs> that is a G. Ding! Uh, I wish there was a little uh, thing we had going on there. That'd be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> tell him what he's won. Uh, that is accurate. Um, here's what you need to know. Um, if we were uh, talking in Zimbabwe today, some people may not identify a whole lot of things. But what I have learned is that when you're learning a new language, what you want to start off with is a, key, a few key phrases. When we went to Nicaragua last week, one of the things that you need to learn before you go to Nicaragua is banos. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know what baños mean? Say it out loud Man, I got to know how to potty in this place here you know? And uh, there's just certain things that you want to learn uh, There are some key things that you want to learn God say to you I can't say this out loud uh, I can't say this louder or more clearly But there are some key phrases I do believe that you can learn Four, five, six words That God will speak to you Today I'm going to teach you one word, uh, and that will come later in the service. And over the series, we're going to teach you four more. And I believe just on learning four or five words, you can learn a whole language of God. When I learned to play the piano and when I learned to play the guitar, I only learned three keys. Um, And those three keys taught me, uh, like... 45 songs, apparently. Now, I actually can't play 45 songs. I actually can only play one. But I could supposedly play 45 songs if I would uh, require the discipline of of learning it. You can learn Spanish. You can learn Zimbabwe. You can learn Portuguese. You can learn Italian. But it's all going to start with a few phrases. Some of you feel super overwhelmed with me telling you today that God is speaking to you. He is. I'm telling you that Jesus said, not me, but Jesus said that my sheep... They know my voice. If you are his children, he wants you to know his voice. And he wants you to learn how to follow. Does this make sense to everyone? I hope it's clear. There is a language that God is speaking to you in. I hope today that you learn the discipline of learning one of the phrases that God is speaking. I hope that you learn how to tune in. Have a seat. I'm going to try to do another short sermon but this one may be about 5 to 10 minutes longer again i, I don't have a sermon today i don't have points uh, i just have what i consider to be a word hearing the hearing the lord's voice is important because if the greatest commandment that jesus said is to love the lord god with all of your heart soul mind and strength you have two options in this life you can be the greatest person in your life you can make it your spouse You can make it your children. You're supposed to make it the Lord. And if you don't hear God's voice, it becomes difficult to love anyone that you don't talk to. And you can communicate with God. It's a beautiful thing. But what God's desire is, is that you would tune your ears to learn to hear His voice. So He, in fact, can lead you in your life. Now, some of us may have been good at this 10 years ago. And we've been coasting ever since. Some of us may be fantastic at this and better than me, but I want you to understand that the heart of God is to have a relationship with you in that you hear His voice. This is called tuned in. So far, am I being super clear? I pray that this church is a church that loves Jesus. And if we are, in fact, going to be good at loving Him, we have to be good at shutting up, sitting still, and listening. It's when He takes priority. It's when you're arguing with your boss or a coworker, and God still reminds you that you are being a jerk. He can speak to you in many different ways. However He speaks, we want to be able to listen. This, I believe, is the first thing that you will hear from God in your spiritual life. So I've tried to isolate this thing and make it as simple as possible because teaching the word of the Lord is a crazy, difficult challenge. So as I prayed and cried and prayed and cried and prayed and cried and kept my face on the ground for you guys, what I believe God spoke to me is super powerful. I believe that we're all called to be born again say born again again. now if you're born again you have to become a baby and jesus said that unless you become like a little child you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven are you familiar with this maybe you're not he's talking about being born again and becoming like a child and becoming like a child and becoming like a child well i had to think back to me parenting and the first couple things that children learned now if you've been here at church For years, I've been saying that the first thing that a child learns is no. I actually realize that that's not accurate. And I apologize because the more I've prayed and the more I've sought God, the more I've looked into my own children, the more I realize that the first thing that they learned was not no. First thing that you will learn is your name. First thing that you will learn is when God speaks your name. When God speaks your name, I can think of many passages in scripture where God spoke a whole new identity over a human by declaring to them their new name. And you shall be called by a new name, the Lord says. You will be a diadem in the hand of the Lord. Whew. You may Keep your same name, but I believe that the first thing you'll learn is when God calls your name. There's many reasons for it, when God would say your name. There's many reasons why a parent would say the name of their child. If you have a newborn or a little one right now, you say their name more than anything. And they're learning the voice of their parent. There is nothing that brings more comfort than the voice of their parent screaming children. They love to hear. The voice of mom. It's comforting. It's healing. It's therapeutic in so many ways. But when God says your name, it changes everything. Now, with that being said, I believe that this passage of scripture is going to be wicked powerful for some people. Probably wicked is the wrong word. <laughs> Spiritually powerful. I don't know. Here we go. I'm reading out of 1 Samuel chapter 1, chapter 3. I'm lying. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. A little boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting his priest or his pastor. Now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. I'm going to stop there. I want you to know that visions of the Lord are not rare anymore. And God's speaking is not uncommon. It may be uncommon to you. But I boldly pray that that would change today. One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. Eli is the priest. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly, the Lord called out, Samuel, Yes, Samuel replied. What is it? He got up and he ran over to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. It's funny. um, God is speaking to him and he doesn't know it. He doesn't know the voice of God speaking to him. God is literally saying his name and he doesn't recognize it. I want you to know this is happening in so many ways in our life. Friday night, God was speaking to me. He was telling me uh, I was bored. I hadn't been bored in about three years, honest to God. And I knew that something was just wrong. I didn't know it until Saturday. Saturday, I was maxed out and had a million things to do, and I didn't realize it. And God was telling me, look, you got work to do spiritually. Um, You shouldn't be bored right now. I didn't do it. Instead, I I didn't recognize what God was saying. This is happening to many of us when we turn the television on. You play a video game. You go out and hang out with your friends, or I don't know what it is, but Eli mistakes, Samuel mistakes his priests for the Lord. You may be mistaking the television, or you need rest, or what you need is a cold drink and relaxation, or to go get your nails did, or, you know, I don't know what it is that you feel like you need But the need in your life is probably the Lord trying to call you. Listen. Go back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and he went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son. Eli said, go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never heard a message from the Lord before. Maybe you're in the same scenario. You've never identified God's voice. So the Lord called him a third time and once more Samuel got up and he went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? And then Eli realized that it was the Lord who was calling the boy. And what's difficult is that your pastor isn't with you when God's speaking to you. You don't have a prophet walking around with you that can tell you, hey, no, dude, look, God's talking to you right now. And so you have to learn this voice right now. Listen to me. Of everything I can ever tell you, there is no sermon that is going to be, re- be able to replace the voice of the Lord in your life. I'm telling you, there is no healing like the Lord. There is no ministry like the Lord. When God calls your name it will be the most powerful moment in your life. And He is speaking to you. Make no mistake about it. If there is a God, He is calling your name. You have a purpose on this earth. He, you were designed for him, and he loves you. So, the, so he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came to him and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I'm about to go, I'm about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I'm about to do something shocking in Israel. I'm about to do something shocking in your life. I'm about to do something shocking among you. And what if you can't identify? Then what happens is is you mistake that tragedy for a happenstance. And then it becomes confusion. And then it becomes chaos and fear and panic. And what we do as people is we fill the hole with something else. Well, we have to work harder. We have to, we complicate things. Listen, when a baby is crying, first thing a, a mother does is speak that child's name. And they say, come. The reason why God is calling your name right now is He's trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention. I believe I am speaking prophetically right now. God is trying to get your attention, and that's why He speaks your name. It's not boredom. It's not even a, a chaotic situation. Look, trials will come all the time in your life through finances, through health, through craziness, and God is trying to get your name because He's trying to get your attention. If he can get your attention, he can calm you down. He can divert your attention that the mountain, in fact, in your life that you're complaining about is not as big as you think it is. God is bigger. Does this make sense, or is this overly spiritual? I I feel like this is as simple as I can get it. The first thing that God is going to do in your life, in your relationship, is speak your name. And when he speaks your name, what he is really saying is, come here. Let me hold you. Let me make everything all right for just a minute. Let me do everything in my power to make you feel comfort for just a minute. For just a minute. For just a minute. God is speaking your name. Jesus said, my sheep know me and they know my voice. They know me and they know my voice. They know me and they know my voice. And I believe that the very first thing that God is going to do in your life is say your name And you have to decide whether or not you will come. It's not the way community church that's calling you. It's not more work. We don't live to make money. But I believe that God is calling. Revelations chapter four says this, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And if anyone will open the, void, the door, I will come in and I will meet with him. Can you hear the, the knock? Can you hear the calling? Can you hear him say your name? There is nothing important, more important in your life that God wants to do in your life. There is, listen, I, it is really hard when someone makes a blanket bold statement. But I believe with every fiber of my being that for every individual sitting in this room, there is nothing more important than God wants to do in your life than to meet with you. And he is saying your name and he's calling you to come. It's easy to do it right now. So we're about to sing a song. It's so much more difficult to do it on Monday night. On Tuesday afternoon, on your lunch break. But God is speaking your name. And if you'll learn to hear that, it'll open up more of the language of God. If you learn one word, you will learn two. If you learn two, you will learn three. If you learn three, you will learn four. It's all about learning the language of God. I know that you can hear, but can you listen?